When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. And I tell you guys I love you. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I will ride with this group until they don't want to play anymore. Oh, dude, KOC is just... Inject that dude's locker room speeches straight into my veins. I don't know if you guys have seen, too, the Vikings put out like a nine-minute mic'd up thing. I did. There's a shorter clip. He is full of life right now, just full yeah. of energy, five straight wins. He's they, they found a fun backup quarterback in the absence of Kirk, and he's dialed in right now. He's awesome, too, because he, he's a guy that loves to talk. Oh, like yeah. when like there's the one play he calls into Dobbs. Do you need that again, Josh? And it, I'll give it to you, you again. He can't respond, right, because yeah. Josh doesn't have a microphone. And then he's like, I'll give it to I'll you again. again. Yeah. <laughs> well, then oh, how about man. the play? How how about the Dobbs great scramble for a touchdown where KOC like had told him if you need need to take off, take off. So the play gets done and KOC's walking along the sideline, like clearly perplexed. And the, his last thing is, How do you do that? Yeah, he was kind of like How do you do that? that? Whatever, that works, <laughs> I guess. I don't know what just happened there because I haven't it, it it we went through his his sort of uh history as a backup quarterback in the NFL, Kevin O'Connell, that is and his coaching career, and he has spent very little time over 15 years around mobile quarterbacks. It's been a lot of Kirks and Staffords, and he did as as some sort of like special projects coach or consultant early in his coaching career. He did spend some time with the Niners the last year of Colin Kaepernick, but it was all kind of falling apart, and he he wasn't like a quarterback's coach or in the room every day. Mark Sanchez, he was with as a I player. I love the candor, though. Castle. I, I love a coach saying, how would he do that? I still, I don't know. Yep, it's uh, it's amazing what happens when you can <laughs> run like that dude does. But we have a State of the Offense episode keyed up for you. And a couple, I think, deep dive questions that are worth posing here today. We also have a random Viking of the week on Purple Daily. This is Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikes to win a Super Bowl around here before we die at some point. And uh, today is also a give to the max day. So here at score North across all of our podcasts, including purple daily, we are throwing our support behind our friends at secondhand hounds. So we obviously are dog lovers on this show, as you guys have gotten to know, and many of you are also animal lovers. So secondhand hounds rescues dogs and other animals from kill shelters and from owners who can no longer provide care for their dogs. And they look to get them proper veterinary care, the daily necessities, and then eventually finding them a permanent 
loving home. And whether you have $5 or $50, whatever it is, we drive you to scornorth.com slash donate today. Scornorth.com slash donate, where our friends at Nutrisource will be matching up to $1,000 raised. And we already we hit that mark, I believe, yesterday. So thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. And thank you to Nutrisource for helping us raise some money for this excellent cause. Also, a shout-out quickly here to uh, Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Federated's been around for over 100 years, helping businesses maximize their level of success through risk management. It really is like having a great offensive line for your business. So especially if you're a next-generation business owner, Federated would love to work with you and help usher your business into the next 5, 10 years. Uh, Find out more, federatedinsurance.com. You can find a full list of industries that they specialize in, Federated, where it's our business to protect yours. All right, gentlemen, it is time for a state of the offense. We'll start with just the overall snapshot here, and then we'll dive into a really interesting quarterback thing. So stay tuned. Where does the Vikings offense rank on the season? Yards per play, ninth. Points per game, 12th. Expected points added. So analytically, they are 11th. And then DVOA. Also, analytically, they are 12th. So 9th, 12th, 11th, 12th. You can say that the Vikings are very firmly a fringe top 10 offense for the totality of the season here. Now, what's interesting is since the Vikings swapped out Cousins for Dobbs, they've gone backwards in yards per play a little bit, but they've made a leap. One small step for Josh Dobbs, one giant leap for the Vikings scoring offense. They've climbed up in scoring offense, and some of that's just converting in the red zone. Josh Dobbs has used his legs a couple times where maybe the Vikings would have settled for a field goal or something. You know, Ty Chandler. Like, they, they changed it. They actually came up with a play yep. that didn't exist while Kirk was the quarterback. Yep. But here is what I find really interesting, and this is, I think, going to open up a broader discussion about the quarterback position. So now that we've got multiple weeks, two weeks of Josh Dobbs with the Vikings, we're going to give you where Kirk Cousins ranks. His season's over, but where he ranks in some key categories among other quarterbacks and where Josh Dobbs ranks as a Vikings quarterback. So I'm throwing the Arizona dumpster fire roster, everything, coaching, franchise. We got two games of Dobbs with Vikings. Let's compare apples to apples. They both had Kirk and Dobbs with Kevin O'Connell with the same offensive system, et cetera, okay? Passer rating, Kirk Cousins, third, Josh Dobbs, sixth. QBR, Kirk Cousins, 10th, Dobbs, first in the NFL in QBR the last two weeks. (laughs) PFF grade, Cousins, seventh, Dobbs, 11th. EPA, expected points added, Cousins, seventh, Dobbs, eighth. If you take all those categories and, and, and just average them out, where are you if you took all four of those categories? Cousins, average, ranks seventh, tied with Joshua Dobbs, also ranked seventh. That's amazing to me. Mm-hmm. That you just, okay, we're going to move this quarterback out of the car, and we're going to put this quarterback in the car and average across those four categories. Now, there's, they're driving it very differently, right? Right. One guy's like, whoa, I don't know. I can't <laughs> read the speed limit signs. I don't know if I can reach the pedals. I'm just going to go. Right. And the other guy is very meticulous, and he, he's very studious. He's been in this car for a long time. But at the end of the day, they both rank average seventh among all quarterbacks if you stockpile all of those categories together. That's what remarkable. do you think of that? 
Um, it, it's remarkable. Now, in the case of Dobbs, it's what? It is four quarters on Sunday and three-plus quarters the previous Sunday. But I what I think of it is this. Cousins has a big enough resume where you sort of knew if you were an opposing defense, you knew what you were going to get from the Vikings offensively. Mm-hmm. And he's still, in, you know, with O'Connell, to be very clear, with O'Connell as his coach, he overcame those things to be successful, at least in the regular season for the most part. Um, I'm curious with Dobbs how this plays out as teams watch him on film and watch this offense and how it's operated. Now, I would argue this offense becomes far more unpredictable, which makes it harder on defenses with Dobbs a quarterback because you don't know he's got elements to his game that Kirk does not have. Now, Kirk is better in some areas, but Dobbs can do those things, just not as well. But the element of surprise with Dobbs is going to keep coming. And, you know, when you're playing Denver and Chicago, those teams also, I don't know, are in a position to shut you down. But I, I think if anything, like if you made me have one thesis statement from this, one takeaway, it's this. And I think it confirms what, what we have thought. Kevin O'Connell has done a fantastic job offensively, clearly knows exactly what he wants, is willing to get there in different ways. He is will, And he's also willing to watch his quarterback probably do things of which he doesn't totally approve, but unlike old school fuddy-duddy coaches who don't approve and pissed off, i.e. Brad Childress getting mad that Farr moved Tahi on a goal line touchdown, right? That wasn't the play. Fullback was in the wrong place. And, and Farr's like, oh, calm down now. Calm down. Yeah, O'Connell cele- Tr- Trust your chess yeah. pieces. Yeah. O'Connell celebrates it. So my thesis statement would, would be this is even more evidence of what a fantastic job O'Connell is doing from an offensive standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's been able to really get the most out of a guy that was supposed to be just the insurance policy because you remember they started Jaron Hall and whether what happened in that you know Falcons game if Jaron Hall doesn't get injured, you know he was the backup plan here in case things go awry or things aren't ready yet with Jaron Hall. And here comes Josh Dobbs off the street with a completely different skill set and basically has been driving the car perfectly. Like I mean, you you gave it's almost like you gave this car to someone who doesn't have the license to drive this car and shouldn't be driving the car, and he's really good at driving it. Like, he's a really good driver of this car. He knows exactly what he's doing, and you trust him that he can get you to where you need to go. Um, and it's been crazy watching just this uh, the mobile quarterback factor. I mean, like, I, I think that's what I told you guys after the first game of Judd being like, why are you so obsessed with this, like, mobile quarterback, like, statement and, and thought process? And after two games, you can completely see why, like, Kevin O'Connell's jaws dropped after the touchdown that they showed on the, on the sidelines with clips that have come out of, like, oh, my God, this guy can do things that we're not, we haven't probably really seen since, like, Dante Culpepper days. Yeah, but the, the, the first thing you said was sort of like, okay, this guy was brought in for an insurance policy, and, oh, my God, we don't even know if he's, does he know what this car is? Like, I guess we're just going to see if he can drive it. I mean, th- that's what's striking to me is that over the last six years, the Vikings have spent all of this energy. They've poured their entire soul, basically, as a franchise into building the team around Kirk Cousins. Guaranteed contracts, no trade clauses, massive cap hits that in most years, he's one of the top three to five highest paid quarterbacks to the salary cap in the entire NFL. Where it's like, okay, we're going we're gonna to bring this guy in. Kirk's going to be the franchise savior he's going to get 15 to 20% of the allocated resources and the other 52 guys can kind of just fight over it. Right. But, but this is our guy right here. We're going to, we're going to pour our energy into this guy right here. And then boom, he tears his Achilles. 
and a journeyman quarterback walks in the door, sits in Kevin O'Connell's car, and the offense has been better the last two weeks. They're scoring more points. It's a two-week sample size. And I don't think anyone, I know that like people are going to interpret this however they want to, but I don't think anyone here is saying definitively, oh my God, Joshua Dobbs is for sure going to be playing this way, and he's for sure the long-term answer. I am not there yet. But it is just fascinating to me. that you. It almost makes you think, what were you doing for six years? Like I could see if it was a discounted version, and you. Could, but you, you let areas of the roster erode because you couldn't spend money. You couldn't go get a guard in free agency because you had cap issues, right? You're bargain bin hunting every single March because you've got a quarterback who makes $35, $47 million a year if you look at the cap hits year by year. And this dude walks in the door, five seconds of meeting his teammates, and they score the most points in a game that they've scored all season. Right. It's, it really but, makes you think of what you're doing here the last few years. But up until two, 2022, you didn't have the infrastructure to do this. You didn't have the coaching staff to do this. You you had a, a head coach who was, who was absolutely fixated on defense and a GM who basically at the end of the day in 2018 threw up his hands and said, I can't find a quarterback. I'm just going to go sign a sign what I perceive to be a good one. O'Connell, and this goes back to when he got hired, and I said this, and I know it seemed it seemed like a shot at Kirk at the time, but I think now it's proven. He is a puppeteer. He is Kevin O'Connell is an incredible has the mind of a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He does not have the physical ability to pull that off. But what he's done, this, this to me, the the cousins to Dobbs thing though. So like the car, let's, let's talk about the car mm-hmm. because what makes this different is this is the fast and the furious, like three. Okay. You're, you've got different cars. Which one's Tokyo drift. Is that the fourth one? That, that Tokyo drift is technically three. It's the third it's installment, the third but there's some okay. bad ones in there. Right. But my, my point Tokyo is, drift. but my point is cousins had a car and I would call it a very cousins like family type of car you know he's got the caravan or or you know his car and o'connell's like okay you can drive this and i know exactly what we're going to do to make you as successful as you can possibly be and then dob shows up and let's let's be honest he's vin diesel he's vin diesel he's a badass man (laughs) they're both bald sure okay (laughs) and so o'connell and so o'connell says hold on a second here i will let's go into the lab as the vikings like to call it I will adjust the car. We will redo the car with a new engine and soup that sucker up. And you're going to run this. This is the incredible thing. Like we're talking about a mid-season coach who basically is probably throwing a lot of what he believes out the window and bringing in a different philosophy. Like, do you know how tough that is in football? That's not how football coaches operate. This is why I'm so fixated on Kevin O'Connell. And that's where I know sometimes people get upset that we spend time talking about like how much money people make, but it's not about, it's about draft uh, uh, roster strategy, right? Like that's, it's about how do you allocate resources? Your construction. Absolutely. And it's, to me, it's become, this is the first time we've ever really gotten an extended look. And by extended, I mean two games. It's barely even an extended look, but. It's the first time we've gotten to look at somebody other than Kirk Cousins in this new Quasi KOC infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And it's becoming obvious, even after only two games, that there's a lot of quarterbacks that could look great in Kevin O'Connell's offense. Correct. So that's not a knock on Cousins, per se. It's a, it's a compliment to Kevin O'Connell and the roster that's here and the weapons that they have, right, that it doesn't make sense if you've got 
a number of different quarterbacks that can run this system at a high level. It doesn't make sense to identify one of them and be like, okay, we're going to give 15 to 20% of our team salary cap to that one guy. Correct. Why? Just like if we decided today, holy crap, we love Josh Dobbs as a long-term answer. My opinion on that changes if all of a sudden there's four other teams in a bidding war in 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 February or March, right? Like he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's he's he he might be a good starting quarterback, but he's not like he's not a guy that you just write a blank check for and then you figure the rest out. Patrick Mahomes is. We'll see how many other guys with some of these big contracts wind up being that. Patrick Mahomes Hey, what do you want, man? 50 million? Cool. Like, we just want you around for 10 years. It means we have to trade Tyree Kill. And they're fine with that because they can still win a Super Bowl. So, like, Dobbs at the right price, Cousins at the right price, I'm in on. I don't know if I'm in on post Achilles surgery. Right. But that's like, I, I guess we're just finding out that it's very obvious a lot of quarterbacks would look great driving this car to keep up with the car analogy. And the win there is it is the, the head coach. Like, to be honest, I didn't know O'Connell would have this much success with Dobbs. Like, like it, it would be a lie. I was interested, but it would be a lie to, to say, oh, I saw these last two games coming, right? It, yeah, me too. Jaron Hall got off to a good start, folks. He's a fifth-round pick. That's, that's impressive within itself. So did I think that Kevin O'Connell could soup up Kirk Cousins and get more success? Yes, I did. I was pretty certain that he could do that. Did I see what we're seeing now coming? Absolutely not. And this now gets into the whole blank canvas thing of, well, if if um, Kevin O'Connell says, you know what, J.J. McCarthy's really good, and I see a lot there, and I can de- develop that. You know, we, we become scared of quarterbacks because the Christian Ponders failed miserably, but did they have the infrastructure? The answer is probably no. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the whole thing is we have to be – we have to get over the names of the players in some ways and go with if this guy can develop – quarterbacks like this it's a gift and the other thing is it also hits on the one key thing about this league that the Wilfs have always known and talked about there's no salary cap for coaching staff you can pay Kevin O'Connell as much as you want no one's going to do a damn thing about it you can also pay Brian Flores more money too exactly but but that's my point if you have this coaching staff and it's this good you have solved part of the Rubik's Cube which is how do I keep the success going well if you hit on the right people you can pay them from now until whenever you want this is tom bernard can't get enough of sports talk with phil Mackey and judd zolgad tune in to the new tom bernard show podcast monday through friday as phil and judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind just download the tom bernard show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit tom it's another way to get more from me and judd talking sports and having fun with tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. One last Josh Dobbs question. I actually, I actually have a state of the defense topic for you guys, too. We might just have Whoa. to turn these into state of the Vikings Thursdays because the, the defense has been you're a little Brian Flores. You're, so much. You're fun. on the train and I don't blame you one bit. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just going to ask it very simply. Do you think Dobbs is good? Like, do you think he is like, do you think do you think he's a top 15 quarterback? Two-week sample size in this system, so small sample size alert, he ranks seventh in those four categories aggregated. I don't think he's the seventh-best quarterback in the league, just to be clear. Do you think Josh Dobbs, in the right situation, is legitimately one of the top 15 to 20 best quarterbacks in the league, or do you think we're just seeing 
a fun magic carpet ride for a couple weeks. The ladder. The ladder fun, is fun my magic guess. Carpet ride. It's a fun magic car- carpet ride. It, it strikes me, again, not the same player at all, so I'm not comparing them as players. It reminds me so much of 2017 with Keenum. Um, I feel like he's hit. Look, do I think he's better than the perception? Absolutely, I do. Do I think he's top 20? Probably not. Do I think it does prove that if Kevin O'Connell gets the right type of guy, he can make it work? Yes, I do. And that's where I'm obsessed with. That's where the whole thing, and I know that they like Kirk, and I know that Kirk is now popular with his teammates and blah, blah, blah. But that's where I I struggle a little bit with, do you really want to go back to a guy that can't run? Do you really want to, like, like we've seen this guy come in, not off the scrap heap, but I mean, he's certainly bounced around. And and he has a he has a unique skill set. I have a unique skill set. I can run the football and I will kill you it's when I run the football. Particular set of particular skills. particular set of skills, including my legs. So, but when I watch this, I am more invested and interested, not in Josh Dobbs necessarily, but in oh my god, when you have the ability to to escape and and what Doogie said on the scoop, I absolutely love when he said that he was talking to uh, Jordan at. Addison in the locker room a couple days ago and Addison said, yeah, when that dude escapes, I can basically play playground football. Like think about the playground components this team has. Yeah. It's fun. So he can just, so when Dobbs is scrambling all of a sudden Jefferson and Hawkinson and Addison can break off and sort of get themselves open, which by the way is what Travis Kelsey does. Yeah. We haven't seen, any of that, right? Everything, everything is like, it's the on schedule stuff, but Kirk, Kirk is very, very good at the on schedule yes. stuff, but a lot of big games, you're on the road, playoff game. The thing that puts you over the top is the off schedule. Things are muddy. How do you get out of this situation? And that's that time and time again, I think Kirk Cousins teams have kind of hit that doorstep of a season or a playoff run. And it's like, all right, this team's punching you in the mouth. You're going to have to do something off schedule to make it happen. And he, that's not in his, that's not in his world. Like he can't do it. So, I mean, um, let's, let's honestly talk though about like QB wins and infrastructure around them though, too. Cause like we've seen this before, like quarterbacks have done this before. Alex Smith was God awful his first five years in the league, right? That Jim Harbaugh comes around, turns him around a little bit. Then he goes to Andy Reid, turns him around a little bit. Um, Jeff Garcia loses his job towards the end of San Francisco, goes to like Cleveland, New York, bounce, like becomes a backup to McNabb. Then all of a sudden shows that he can play a little bit and actually has a decent little career at the end of it. Teddy Bridgewater comes in for a Drew Brees who broke his thumb, goes 5-0 and because he has really good infrastructure around him when he had to make some spot starts, right? So I, I think there's also the, the, the like telltale coach, the takeaway here is coaching. Like Kevin O'Connell, Jim Harbaugh, Andy Reid, like guys that are even um, a blanket on who is the Raiders coach uh, Gruden Gruden, who was with Jeff Garcia at the end in Tampa Bay. Like if you have good coaching around him, you can take a slappy or a backup QB and ride him for a little bit. If you have really good infrastructure and coaching around him. Garcia is a very random, but fun example at the beginning of his career. I don't have his numbers yeah. in front of me, but I think with the, it was, he got the tail end of the 49ers 20 year infrastructure yep. with Mariucci and Terrell Owens. I think he was throwing to Jerry Rice too. And he was really good at the beginning of his career with mm-hmm. that infrastructure. Then he bounced around all over the place, but then he gets to like, whatever I'll, you know, John Gruden. Um, so we're kind of finding that out with this offensive and, staff. And to Declan's point too, 2017, 
Case Keenum had Pat Shermer, who had a great and year that Diggs year. and Thielen, Thielen. and yep. Rudolph yep. and but, Dalvin. But again, so and look- the coaching was there, the mm-hmm. talent was there. That's exactly right. I and and while I might not see Dobbs as a top twenty, I don't. I will not be entirely shocked if he is the Vikings QB going into two thousand twenty four now. Percent chance he's the starting quarterback week one of two thousand twenty four right now after two games watching. Oh, I think it's. I think it's probably higher than we think right now. Um, because I think it's gonna. I, I I'm telling you, I think 50%. they're gonna percent. Duke it out between Kirk and Dobbs as far as who wants to play here more. Well, they won't I'll both say, be under contract, though. Right, but I'm right? saying like percent chance of I, – I think one of those two is probably your, just my guess. One of those two is probably your starting quarterback in 24. Uh, I'm going to say 40% chance on Dobbs. I'm going to say 25%. I think, wow. I think it's still far too low, and there's so many options here. Kirk, Dobbs, unknown, Jaron Hall. Like I, I don't think we can just – for sure give this more than a coin flip chance that he's your week one quarterback here. I think there's too many cooks in the kitchen to pick to pick from. I think Jaron Hall winds up being, I think there's a good chance he's your top backup quarterback next year. That They, they trusted yeah, him enough. I agree they, went, they, put, they put him through game preparation. They trusted him enough. Agreed. Especially if Dobbs is your starting quarterback, if they go that direction. And I would put it at like probably 30%. So I'm kind of between you guys. And, and it's more about, it's how does he play the rest of the year, and then how many other teams would get into a bidding war for his services? Because all of a sudden now it's like if if you go to him now and say, "Hey man, can we get you for like ten million dollars a year? We'll change your life. This is more money than you've ever made playing quarterback. We'll get you ten million dollars a year." But if he hits the open market, and now it's like, "Oh, there's three other teams, and now it's twenty. Now it's a Geno Smith contract, twenty five million. Oh, it's headed toward twenty six million. Those are like two or three extra players you could get in free agency. That's Daniel Hunter resigning money, right?" So can I show you guys something here? I'm going to share this on the screen over at scorenorth.com slash shop right now. Scorenorth.com slash shop. Get your new purple daily. We got a new item in the purple daily collection here. The pastronaut item is live. Your shirts, your hoodies. Scorenorth.com slash shop. Judd will uh, will get you on. Dude, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Shout out to... uh, to, to Katie Greenhill, wonderful designer here at Harvard, put this together. So great work. Yeah, it's uh we got we got shirts and hoodies for you guys, and we're celebrating one of the more just sort of wild ride seasons in Vikings history. Hey, I got a defensive version of this, kind of a quick hitting one. Mm-hmm. But let's shout out some friends here. Quick trip, Purple Daily presented by Quick Trip these days, Judd. They are we are indeed, and we, we do appreciate uh, the folks at Quick Trip for sponsoring us. Of course, Quick Trip one-stop shopping for all you, you need, including like the Mackies, go get their groceries there now. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, this is not the old-school convenience store. This is the convenience store that has everything, including their great Karuba coffee. They also want to give you a chance to win with the Vikings opening drive contest. Purchase any pothole pizza or 20-ounce Pepsi-Cola product with quick rewards to enter. Purchase both products together with quick rewards and receive 10 bonus entries. Uh, one weekly w- winner will receive a $10 gift card for every yard gain during the Vikings opening drive, which by the way, with Josh Dobbs seems to be going pretty well these days. If the Vikings get a field goal on that drive, which they did last weekend, the winner will earn an additional $500 quick trip gift card. If the Vikings score a touchdown, why not? 
The person that wins that will earn an additional $1,000 Quick Trip gift card. Weekly winners will have a chance to win up to $2,000 in Quick Trip gift cards. And all weekly winners will also be entered for a chance to win a grand prize, a pair of 2024 or 25 Viking season tickets, free fuel for a year from Quick Trip, a total value of $5,500. It's this simple. Just visit quicktrip.com slash sweepstakes, quicktrip.com slash sweepstakes and also hey our friends at livia are helping you guys get a head start don't wait till the new year to change your life and lose weight start right now yeah sports dad right there down 40 pounds because of a program that i'm going to tell you right now works it's effective it's a lifestyle change that doesn't mean you have to change your life it is definitely a positive and they're going to help you keep the weight off and now there is an offer on the table speaking of where will quarterback sign where will you sign for weight loss there's only one choice livia's pre-black friday event join today receive 50 percent off your personalized program lose up to 10 pounds in the first two weeks and this folks up to 20 pounds or more before 2024 so you're going to feel great when jan one hits it's livia's best offer of the year and it runs through friday 855 go l-i-v-e-a livia.com Livia, L-I-V-E-A dot com, and make sure that you let them know that the boys from Purple Daily told you this is how you're going to get your weight down. Yes. So, okay, quick little state of the defense here. I think we should we should mix it in on Thursdays, too, because the defense has just been climbing the charts. So on the season, here's where they rank in some key categories across the league. Yards per play allowed, seventh, tied for seventh. Points per game allowed, 14th. Expected points added, so analytically, ninth, and then DVOA, another analytical bin, eighth. So seventh, 14th, ninth, and eighth across those categories. Basically, Mm. call it a top 10 defense. Mm. Third downs, 28th in third down percentage allowed. So they're not, not good on third down. Red zone, 22nd. Turnover rate, 14th. Pressure rate, 21st. So it's kind of funny if he said, like, hey, the Vikings defense is going to be pretty bad on third down, not great in the red zone, mid-pack turnover rate, and they're not going to get a ton of pressures. They're going to be kind of bottom third of the league. Yet they're still top 10 in these overall categories. I think it speaks to scheme, tackling, um, for, I think forcing teams to into maybe some, maybe it's not an official pressure, but they see the blitz coming and boom, they get the ball out quick and the Vikings swarm and tackle. They still rank number one in in blitz rate, but what do you make of this? I mean, they're basically a top 10 defense scoring. They're outside the top 10 yardage and analytics. They're just inside the top 10. I mean, it's one of the great stories um, for the team. If, if this team was to go through like the top three stories that the Dobbs story, just because it's such a good one is the best. But I think that the emergence of a defense that last year statistically was awful is way up there. Uh, as we discussed once you gave your hot take on Monday about Brian Flores just being named the uh, coach of the year and forget all of the head coaches, I don't, I mean, my God, as far as the, the assistant coach of the, the year, which is an award, we talked about this. I mean, Brian Flores should be a slam dunk. What he's done has been incredible. Yeah. Um, I think part of the third down thing, just from the top of my head, I think par- part of that, that too is, you know, Byron Murphy Jr. gets dinged a lot by PFF. And it feels like he gives up catches and third down catches as well. But the one thing he's got is it feels like he's got the Trey Wayne's tackling technique down. So he gets burned on passes, but he doesn't get burned for like huge gains necessarily. Sure. Yeah. But, but I think this is a, I don't think this story can be talked about enough. What Brian Flores has done in taking a defense that it's been proven now 
it had more players than it looked like. Like he has gotten the most out, out of some guys who definitely, I don't even know if they had down years. They just weren't effective enough. They've been effective, but I think some of the stats that show that it's still not a great defense speaks to, it still doesn't have like a ton of talent. Like Daniel Hunter is great. DJ Wanham to me is a guy and they're probably maximizing him right now, right? The defensive tackles aren't great. And yet the run defense is not nearly as bad as I expected. And it looked in week two against Philadelphia. Um, Ivan Pace Jr. has been a great signing, but I'm, I have to believe that Brian Flores has played an absolutely huge role in his effectiveness, uh, in the swapping of guys, in the fact that Brian clearly came in and said, that number 44 can play. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think he can play, and I'm going to use him in different ways. So kudos, Brian Flores has um, has overachieved, and if you have to pay him, if you have to give him a huge raise to keep him, I'm giving him that huge raise. Yeah, yeah. So just real, real quick here, um, I was going through where some of the Vikings' individual players in the secondary rank, according to Pro Football Focus, Basically, how, how is this young secondary doing? You know, we got Harrison Smith and a bunch of young dudes running around, basically. So Makai Blackman is the highest-graded cornerback. We'll start with cornerbacks. He's the highest-graded cornerback on the roster. He's played much more regularly the last handful of games. Opposing quarterbacks are 11 for 21 for only 116 yards when throwing at Makai Blackman this year. One interception, five pass breakups, only one touchdown allowed. That's really good. Mm-hmm. 126 qualified cornerbacks in the NFL. Blackman ranks 19th. He's been one of the top 20 cornerbacks in the league, according to Pro Football Focus. Now, Caleb Evans is 70th out of 126. And then uh, Byron Murphy is 104th out of 126. It's been kind of disappointing. But he's made a couple big plays here and there, too. And Andrew Booth has only played like 70 snaps, so he just hasn't played enough. Uh, on the safety side of things, we went over some of these earlier in the week, but Cam Bynum is the fifth highest graded safety in the entire league, according to Pro Football Focus. Out of 93 safeties, Cam Bynum is fifth. Harrison Smith is 23rd. Josh Metellus is 20th. So out of 93 safeties, the Vikings have guys ranked 5th, 20th, and 23rd, and then a top 20 cornerback. And, And then that was the biggest question going into the season, right? was, boy, not a lot of experience out there. How's this going to work? And combination of Flores scheme and talent. You guys are talented. Makai Blackman was the Vikings second pick in this year's draft in the third round. Just super impressive work with these young guys. Yeah, it's it's been nuts to see. And I was just flabbergasted that they could be able to stop the pass as good as they do just because they didn't have experienced cornerbacks. They were relying on a bunch of rookies or second year players and you know, we're, we're seeing those Byron Murphy warts. Uh, we saw them for the most part of this season. He's been a lot better the last few weeks. Uh, but just the crazy amount of blitzes. And he has dialed back the blitz rate the last few weeks. I saw Kevin Seifert, I think, tweeted out the figure where they were blitzing like, you know, what, 55% the first eight weeks of the season. And now it's only it's only like 30%, which is just mm-hmm. nuts. Like, he just brings these different... He's like a pitcher with 10 different things in his arsenal. And he's also really good. It's not Ricky Nolasco with eight pitches. This is like a really good. This is a really good pitcher who can just throw a different amount of balls at you that you don't have no idea what to expect for. And he's been damn good, man. He's been really good. Yep. So there's just a little, little snippet of the state of the defense there. You got a 
an offense that's top 10 ish and a defense that's top 10 ish. And both seem like they're headed in the right direction. I think the takeaway from this season so far is the difference the coaching can make. I think that's my biggest, like, I mean, yes, the Vikings have some very talented players and they are key, but the coaching has been outstanding of late. And I mean, this is a team that for the first five weeks couldn't hold on to the damn football. So that's what's been impressive, though. O'Connell and Flores have both been extremely impressive. All right, boys, it's time for a random Viking of the week mm-hmm. where we pit two members of the show against each other for a battle of historical knowledge, historical wits. In the new era, since all three of us started competing together and playing the losers out format, Judd and myself tied with nine victories apiece, Declan with three. All time, Judd has 61 wins, Declan 29. I have 16 wins all time. I am on a four. This is my longest winning streak ever, a four-game winning streak here. Dwight Smith, Robert Ferguson, Paul Edinger, and Mike Wallace. Before that, it was Judd with Sean Hill, Seatrick Faison, Carl Eller, and Dwayne Clemens on your own four-game winning streak. And so since Declan uh, got beat last week, he will throw out the clues here. We get three strikes each. Once either one of us hits the third strike, the other person wins automatically. Which has only happened once, right? I think Uh, think that happened once. To you, Phil, I think, guessed out. And I won by default. Okay. I think it happened. Yeah, it happened once. I'm I'm pretty sure it's happened. Yep. All right, let's go. All right. This this random Viking of the week won a Super Bowl. Spoiler alert. Not with the Vikings. So he played for more teams than the Vikings. Super Bowl winner. Okay. I got This random Viking of the week was a day three draft pick in the era of three day drafts. Okay. Helps. Mm hmm. This random Viking of the week was a three-star recruit out of high school. And I'm trying to pinpoint this, but I have this on pretty good information here. This random Viking of the week was one of the first offers that P.J. Fleck gave at the University of Minnesota. According to his rivals page... This random Viking of the week received an offer from Minnesota in January of 2017. PJ Fleck was hired January 6th of 2017. Okay. Antoine Winfield. Nope. Can't do I that. Mean, junior never played here. That's a guess. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, man. I'll just take that one back. <laughs> Don't you hate when stuff just like it, it happened like, to me, yeah. from your mouth. Junior, it happened to me yesterday. It happened to me yesterday. I've had that happen. Well, what, what, I think it happened to me. I, I had with Todd Walker. Who did I have with? Uh, you guys said like Dominican Republic, and I said like the whitest twins player. I think I said like Denny Hockey oh, for like uh, <laughs> for Matthew Lee Cry. Yeah, that's it was it was something. It was just hilarious. All right, one strike on Phil. Son of a. This random Viking of the week did play in the Big Ten. Clearly did not come to PJ Fleck in Minnesota. I don't know if that's clear. 
if that's no, clear. He didn't no, say that. No, no, I I sense what Declan I, I he's a crafty southpaw on the mound throwing slop right now. And that one was uh, just backed us off the plate a little bit. We don't know where the ball's going, maybe. This All right, keep going. Random Viking of the week received four offers out of high school. Jamie Moyer. Yep. Three of them from the Big Ten. And one from where's Boston College? This, who's my college ACC. football now? ACC, I thought so. Okay. And one from uh, the ACC in Boston College. Three Big Ten schools. And one this from Boston. Is a very College. condensed timeline here is what's throwing a lot of me. Coll- like, a lot of college ball here. A lot of college ball. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, one of Super Bowl. One of Super Bowl. Okay. So, that would either be the. I think I know what you're doing. I think I know. This random Viking of the week ran a 4 4 2. 40-yard dash. Okay. You want to go for your second guess, Phil? Is it Cam Akers? Cam Akers. Now he's down to one strike. Damn it. This random Viking of the Week... Recorded two touchdowns with the Vikings in his career. Phil's dangerous right now. I feel like when when, when your back's up against the wall with two strikes, you become more, <laughs> you, you become more nothing dangerous. Nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose. You're like a mercenary rando. Um, two touchdowns? In his Vikings career. This random Viking of the week has worn the following numbers in the NFL. 82. So bad. 82. 17. 11. 15. What? 82. 17. 17. 11. 11. 15. Random Viking of the week played in the Big this Ten. This is good. This is yep. So that is confirmed. Yep. Yep. No, you you had said we got that. that one. Got that one. Okay, my bad. Yep. yep. Three. He, he was recruited by three Big Ten schools and Boston, Boston College. College. He was recruited by the Gophers and played in in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I'm dialed in right now. This random Viking of the week, I believe, if memory serves right, was a Mister Mankato finalist odds guy. He like was on our, our list of Mr. Mankato finalists within the last three years. I mean, I'm gonna I'm going. Do it. Go, go, you you do you. No, but this guy no, because he said only one. It's not him. I have all the criteria here except for No, he scored more than two touchdowns. It's random Viking of the Week returned a punt for a touchdown on Sunday. Random Viking of the oh, Week is active. Oh, uh, Emir Smith Marset. Bang! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Emir Smith Marset. Come on! I told you it's more Come dangerous. Come on, Solgad! I told you it's more dangerous. Emir! I also saw that highlight and realized yeah. he's still in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Good for him. This is sort of like when Phil said the, the uh, bullpen coach 
clue and I knew Drew Peter was a bullpen coach. I didn't know that Amir Smith Marzette returned touchdown for a or a punt for a touchdown. Did on Were Sunday. you anywhere I, close on this one? I, mean, I wouldn't it was have got like, that one. Nope, so wait, nope, he nope. won a Super Bowl with either the Chiefs, the Chiefs Rams, last or Bucks? Year. The Chiefs. Okay. He I, won really, one. I was he not, didn't play, but he technically has like on his pro football if reference, you, Super Bowl champ. If you had said Chicago Bears, I might have gotten I it might have stirred my brain, but no. I was nowhere close to that. Yeah. Is nope. it Bears? Bears. It was Bears? Bears. Or is, he, or is he with someone else now? Yep. Uh, he's with the Panthers now. He returned the, the punt for the Panthers. But he went to the Bears, the Bears, and then from he, here he went to yeah. the Bears, and then I think he went to the Chiefs, and then. But yeah, I would not have. I I was not anywhere close to that. Let's go like that one, huh? Amir Smith Marset five straight wins for Phil Mackey, the master That's no, of random I, Viking of the week. I don't even feel bad about this one. I mean, I, really? I got like eight it. minutes of clues there for Amir Smith Marset. I feel pretty proud of myself for for dialing. I was at first, I was like, <laughs> "What am I gonna do with like?" Sometimes okay. I'll pick one. I was one. thinking KJ because like KJ Osborne, but he played at Miami, right? Yes. So if you, if if you had said Big Ten or ACC and not said Boston College, I would have burned my last guess on KJ Osborne because mm-hmm. number seventeen, right? Where's yeah, I'm bad with yeah. numbers. He's seventeen, but yeah. but he didn't win a Super Bowl, so I would have just lit a guess on fire but there it is all right no. uh next week judd will throw out clues to the two of us i'll be doing the clues yes right. that's another oh by the way uh cheers to uh cheers to our friends at surly oh who've been absolutely. helping hydrate like, us this entire warm out right now magical run oh, right oh look at that like, dude, it's like 65 degrees outside right poolside with a before i die from our friends hmm. at surly brewing what is Better than that, a way to celebrate a Vikings victory, another great Josh Dobbs game. Yes, before I die, as I keep saying, the mission is back on track now. Um, It certainly appears that this team is going to the playoffs, and if they're going to the playoffs, there's always an opportunity to get that elusive championship before we all die. And guess what? That means that you can enjoy a a, a surly before I die, or you know what? What the heck? A logic bomb, a furious, so many great beers from Surly Brewing. Check them out. And as always, you know, once you're sipping on that beer, show us your cans. Mm. Show us your cans at Jay Zolgad on X at Score North. We always love to see you show us what you're sipping on when it's a Surly Brew. Amen. Amen. All right. And that wraps a State of Vikings episode of Purple Daily here. Daily Vikings Entertainment, where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die.